Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Clark, research analyst for Money and Markets with uh, your latest Bull and the Bear podcast. Remember, you can listen to the Bull and the Bear on about 20 different podcast syndicators, uh, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We're working on getting on Amazon as well. That'll allow you to be able to listen to uh, to the Bull and the Bear podcast and any other uh, audio that we put up uh, via your connected speakers and devices. So that, that's kind of neat. Um, make sure you, you uh, if you are listening to us via a podcast channel, make sure you're following us. Uh, give us uh, give us a follow there. Also like us or rate us. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can also watch the Bull and the Bear podcast on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com and uh, type in Money and Markets. We've got the little green... Uh, green logo there. Just click that. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and uh, you'll be uh, a little bell, I think, pops up there where you can actually be notified every time we release a new video. And that's a, that's a good thing uh, if you click that because you'll be able to uh, get notification whenever we put out a video actually before we put it out on our website. So you kind of get advanced uh, uh, advanced information for anyone else. And if you uh, take action based on what we talk about in the podcast or in our week ahead or in our marijuana market update, You'll be able to get that and be able to take that action much sooner uh, than if you were to uh, get it on moneyandmarkets.com. So uh, make sure you get notified no matter how you listen to The Bull and the Bear or any of our other, uh, any of our other uh, multimedia uh, offerings like, like I said, the Marijuana Market Update or uh, the Week Ahead. And uh, uh, if you do have any questions or you have a particular stock or sector you'd like us to cover, uh, make sure you email us. You can email us at thebullandbear at moneyandmarkets.com. That's thebullandbear at moneyandmarkets.com. We'd love to uh, see uh, see your feedback there um, as well. Now, let me move on with today's podcast. I'll try to be brief today, uh, but uh, what, what I'm covering is uh, a, a complex term when you think about it, but yet it's relatively simple to understand. And what I'm talking about is stock splits. Stock splits have dominated the headlines uh, earlier this week as Apple Incorporated and Tesla Incorporated both underwent the process of stock splits on Monday. Apple announced a four-for-one stock split in July, uh, while Tesla announced a five-for-one split earlier in August. Now, first, let me tell you just what a stock split is. It's a, it's a fairly simple concept, but all publicly traded companies have a number of shares um, that are outstanding, basically the shares that they have available to sell on the market. When they announce a stock split, the company is basically increasing the number of shares that they have outstanding. They do that by issuing more shares to current stockholders. The stock split lowers the price per share by the multiple of the split. So for example, if you have shares that were $500 before a stock split, they would go for about $125, give or take, per share on a four-for-one split. The math isn't exact, there's other things factored in, but you understand, you get the idea. So for example, if you owned 100 shares of Apple, uh, and a stock split of four for one would see you now with 400 shares of the company. Your 100 shares were once valued at $500 per share um, or, or a total value of $500,000. Um, after the split, you would have 400 shares worth $125 a share, but your overall value would still be $500,000. So it doesn't really change if you already own the stock. It, it just means you own more shares. Uh, the lower price uh, just makes the value the same. Uh, so your portfolio doesn't, doesn't change at all if you already own stocks that are under, undergoing a stock split. 
Stock splits also don't really change the market capitalization of a company. The overall value really doesn't change, only the number of shares. The intent of a stock split is really pretty simple. Um, it's to draw in smaller investors, kind of like you and I, uh, you know, those of us who aren't pouring millions into the stock market. Um, and it allows us to buy a stock that is highly regarded, but was out of reach because of a high price, like Apple at $500 or like Tesla, which is closer to $2,000 uh, prior to the split. So it makes it more advantageous for us as, as smaller investors to be able to, to, to buy into a stock in some way, shape, or form. It also helps a company attract more capital by getting more investors into the pool. So you're already gonna have your base investors that are now seeing their shares multiply, but their va the value stay the same. But by lowering the price and trying to attract new investors, they are able to add capital to, 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 their, to their business. And, and I'll start with Apple. It's important to know, this really isn't the first time that the technology giant has announced a, a stock split. They've actually done it four other times. Uh, they did it in July of 2014, where they announced a seven for one split. They did it in February of 2005, where it was a two for one split. In June of, of 2000, when it was a two for one split. And then the first split was back in June of 1987, when it was a two for one split. Now history tells us a little something about previous stock splits that's kind of important to know. In all four instances, Apple stock actually experienced some kind of a short-term sell-off. Uh, according to head fund trading platform Kensho, uh, two weeks after those stock splits happened, in each one of those four occasions, shares of the company fell an average of 5.6%. It doesn't mean the same thing's gonna happen this time around, but history does have a funny way of repeating itself. Um, as for Tesla, this will be the first stock split the company has undertaken. Uh, they announced a five-for-one stock split in early August and initiated that split on Monday. The difference between the two splits really just kind of comes down to stock valuation. Apple was trading at a little more than $500 a share when their split was initiated on Monday. That made the new price of shares around $125, $126 a share, give or take. Tesla shares, on the other hand, have more than tripled this year. They were up nearly 230% for the year leading up to the split. And even with a five to one, five for one split, Tesla shares were still priced at close to $500 a share when the market closed on Monday. So, it, you know, it's still, that price point still makes it a little difficult for smaller investors to get into the stock. You can, I mean, it's certainly a lot better than $2,000, but 500 can be still high um, for some smaller investors who are just maybe hobbyists or new to the market or uh, just not wanting to take that kind of risk. Now, both Apple and Tesla have experienced nice gains on Monday when the split took effect. Tesla was actually one of the leading market leaders that day. It climbed 12.5%. Apple gained 3.5% after the split. Now, of note, Tesla's jumped about 75% in the month of August and about 50% since announcing its split on August 11th. So it has been on a consistent rise, um, making that split value a lot higher. That's why it's more like $500 and not more in the $300 range. Um, now, right now, the biggest impact the stock splits had was on the Dow Jones Industrial Average. If you remember, I, I told you about the Dow, had, how, how the Dow had to reconstitute itself by dropping three companies and adding three new ones because of the index's exposure to tech. And that index, that, that, that exposure rather, was reduced pretty significantly when Apple's price dropped with the split because you see the Dow is based on price. So when a company within the Dow lowers its price by a stock split, that means their, uh, their, their percentage in certain sectors gets, gets, it changes quite a bit, and, and this happened in tech. 
If you missed that video, I'd encourage you to go check that out on our YouTube channel, or you can find the, find the podcast via our, our podcast channels. Um, now, as for the share prices of, of Apple and Tesla, both rose in the aftermath of the split, like I said, and that's mainly because the split did exactly what it was supposed to do, draw in more investors. Um, as for the future of those stock prices, there's another factor to consider. Overall market conditions are going to play a big role in determining what happens to Apple and Tesla. If you look back at 2014, Apple shares actually jumped around 35% in the next 12 months, even though they had an initial drop-off, they still rebounded nicely um, in 2014. However, in 2000, the tech bubble popped and Apple lost about 60% of its price share, of its share price rather, after its 2000 split. So it, it, it's, it's one thing to consider. Another factor that you have to kind of you know, throw into the mix here is fractional shares. This is where brokerages allow you to buy a fraction of a share rather than a whole share. It's another way to entice um, investors that just don't have thousands upon thousands or millions of dollars to put in the market. Maybe you want to buy, you want to spend five bucks on Apple. Well, that'll buy you about 0.02 shares of Apple. It's still owning Apple. You'll still experience gains. They just won't be nearly as much. Uh, the intent here is, is, again, like I said, to help smaller investors buy into companies like Apple, Tesla, Microsoft, but not spend hundreds of dollars to buy just one share. You can spend about a dollar if you want. Um, so so it, fractional sharing, uh, fractional share buying rather, ha has become really popular and more and more brokerages are starting to offer them. It's led to market analysts to suggest that stock splits really don't matter because you can sp still spend less and own a part of a company. Now, I kind of disagree with that because a dollar will buy you a higher fraction of Apple shares now as opposed to if it were $500. So if you're only going to spend $2 when the stock's at $500, your fractional share is much, much less than what it is when it's $125, $126, $127. I think investors are still going to pile into Apple and Tesla despite the popularity of fractional shares. In fact, it might actually draw in more fractional share buyers um, because of the lower price to get more of a share. Now, I took a look at Money Market's chief investment strategist, Adam O'Dell's Green Zone rating system, and, and, and looked at both Apple and Tesla. Right now, Apple rates a 74 overall. That means we're bullish on the stock. We're not strong bullish, but we're bullish. We can see Apple outperforming the market about two times um, over the next 12 months. It scores a 95 on quality, a 92 on volatility, and an 85 on growth. Tesla, on the other hand, ranks a 42 overall. It means we're pretty neutral on the stock. We see Tesla performing about in line with the rest of the market over the next year. It, it, it has strength on momentum. It ranks in 91. And it, does have, it also has strength in growth, where it ranks in 81. Uh, but it takes a hit on value because it is, a, it is still a wildly overvalued stock. Even with the split, it rates about a three. And its size, it's become a massive company. And that score is a 0 .02, which is um, not great when you're looking at size. And as you know, um, Adam likes to talk about this, and I agree that smaller companies tend to provide you with much more, I want to say, explosive gains than a larger company will. So I would say that Apple, if you don't already own shares, it would be worth your time to take a look. Um, Tesla, a little bit different animal, though. Um, the company recently said it was going to sell another $5 billion worth of shares to raise capital. Um, you can't ignore its momentum, but I would be cautious. Um, so that's what I really have on stock splits and more specifically on Tesla and Apple today. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel. Like I've said, go over to youtube.com, search money and markets. We've got the green logo. Be sure to subscribe and uh, click the little notification bell. So you get notified every time we post a new video. Um, if you want to listen to the bull and the bear, you can do that on your favorite podcast syndicator, like Apple podcasts, Google podcasts. Uh, we're also on Spotify, iHeartRadio, getting, uh, working on getting on Amazon as well. 
subscribe. Uh, and uh, if you have the option, get alerted every time a new podcast is released. You get a little notification on your tablet or on your phone or however you forget it and say, we've got a new podcast open. You can listen to it at your leisure, but you'll get that first before we actually put it out on moneymarkets.com. If you do have a question about a particular stock or sector you'd like us to take a look at, make sure you email us at the bull and bear at moneymarkets.com. We uh, absolutely love to see feedback. Uh, we get a lot of it for our marijuana markets update and I'd love to see uh, that kind of feedback for the bull and the bear. We get a lot of great feedback from you guys. Love hearing what you have to say um, about uh, either what we're doing or what you'd like us to talk about. Just keep that coming. We'd love to see that. Coming up on Friday, uh, Money Market's Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell and contributor Charles Sizemore will join me. We'll dive into a couple stocks, let you know whether they're ones to buy, whether they're ones you want to stay away from. Um, but uh, you want to make sure you stay tuned for that. Until then, this is Money Market's uh, research analyst and host of uh, The Bull of Bear, Matt Clark, wishing you safe trading. You've been listening to The Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. We'll be right back.